Coming to you live from the east side of Bakersfield, California. This is the STS Podcast, and I'm Ernie C, the Gap Tooth Genius, and this is... Shoot that shit. Oh, shit the shit. You'll get the shit. this shit. Episode 13 of the STS Podcast. We're back, y'all. Sorry for the delayed episode, y'all. I'm going to explain all that in today's episode. My name is Ernie C., the Gap 2 Genius. Returning listeners, thank you for thank you for coming back. The show is nothing without y'all. I say it week after week. The returning listeners are making this show go to levels that I never thought it could go to. New listeners, thank you for coming. Thank you for you know, giving me a chance to uh, spill my shit with y'all. This is the STS podcast, so we all gonna be shooting the shit today. And uh, I just want to give a quick recap: Episode 12 with Eddie Sanchez and his trainer Jason Glassby, pro boxer Eddie Sanchez. Just want to give a shout out to my guys and um, thank you guys for coming on and blessing us with an interview. Anytime I get, anytime I get anyone on the podcast for an interview, it means a lot to me, y'all. It really means. Um, you know, they're messing with the movement, they're messing with the dream, and I support their dream and whatever um, whatever they have going at the time. I know they had a big fight, their third professional fight. We're going to talk about that in a little bit also. That's a topic for today. Um, just want to give the returning listeners so much love, man. Thank you for making this podcast grow. New listeners, make sure you follow the STS Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, STS Podcast 661. It's going to be... Um, it's gonna be a lot of good stuff. I'm gonna try my best to uh, keep this fresh, keep this uh, consistent. I know we had a little delay. Uh, we had basketball, school, family issues. You know, it's the regular day living. I kind of put the podcast on the back burner a little bit. Um, this this podcast is actually gonna be brought to you by Centeno's Carpet. Again, make sure you contact Centeno's Carpet for all your carpeting needs. They only don't do they don't do only carpets, y'all. Um, wood floors, um, I can't say the fucking word right now, wooden floors, they do granite, granite tops for your kitchen, for your bathroom, uh, carpet design, they specialize in all that, y'all, so make sure you contact Santana's Carpet, there's gonna be a drop for them today also, really excited for today's episode, y'all, we got a lot of things to cover, man, but I really wanna give a big shout out again to Eddie Money Sanchez, and if you guys are interested in buying an STS podcast shirt, we have I Love the Grind, hashtag I Love the Grind. It's available now. We got the logo on the back, but we also have the logo on the front, the original design. Again, y'all, those are only $15. $15, um, support the dream, support the movement. I'll, I'll get that to you as soon as I can. Usually it's about three, four days after I receive the, the order. And, um... I think it's going to be a good episode today, y'all. Again, I apologize for the delay, man. I got a lot of things coming. I got a lot of things I'm going to keep this podcast um, at the forefront. We really don't want to just do this to-do list. I think if anything that uh, you have a love for, anything that you want to do as a profession, you want to be the best at it, and you don't do this shit for number two, you know? So, we're definitely going to discuss some topics today. Um, we want to discuss last week's fights with uh, Eddie Sanchez and um, Pablo the Shark Rubio, Tyson Fury. We're going to talk about Anthony Davis and the Lakers, talk about some gigs, talk about my freaking controller issue, uh, Father's Day, and we have a couple things to talk about. 
Um, before we get to that, I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor again. It's going to be Synthanos Carpet. I hope you guys enjoy the promo. And before we do that, y'all, let the DLC tell you what you need to do. Now do me a favor. Let me in Alright, y'all, this is my favorite part of the episode. It's 1.15 in the morning. We're here to shoot the shit with y'all. This is the shooting the shit segment. This is where we're going to converse lightly with no specific topic or objective in mind. Again, I ain't here to change your guys' mind or anything. I'm just here to talk about how I feel. I want to spill what's on my mind. This, again, this is like a form of therapy for me, y'all. Um, just wanted to give a quick shout out to Pablo Shark Rubio and Eddie Money Sanchez. Um, unfortunately, Eddie didn't win his bout this weekend or last weekend in L.A., it was a tough. Um, it was a tough fight. It was a. Uh, they gave him the, his opponent the unanimous, unanimous decision. It was only four rounds, y'all. I felt, and I talked to Eddie about this. You know, I think Eddie uh, kind of uh, let let his opponent win because, you know, I think a lot of those shots weren't connecting. But it was just that home crowd, you know, and Eddie really uh, had to take advantage of his opponent when he was in bad spots when he had him in the corner. Um, laying off one or two shots, maybe could have left three, four, five shots, you know. Um, again, y'all, it's really, uh, it's really, sorry, I had a little disturbance here. I'm in my room today. I had, uh, I had a lot of mixed reactions, man. I hate boxing sometimes. I felt like Eddie was definitely the aggressor, the aggressor, and he held it down, and he really try to uh, make his fighter fight his fight. It wasn't the other way around. Usually you don't want to fight your opponent's fight. Uh, Eddie kept coming. Eddie kept being aggressive. Eddie kept came, coming. Eddie kept coming forward. Don't know why in the hell I can't talk today, y'all. Eddie kept coming forward and putting his position, his, his opponent in bad positions, bad spots. Um, unfortunately, he didn't get the dub. And uh, it really sucks, man. I know Eddie worked his ass off. Eddie looked ready. Uh, when I went to do that podcast interview, the last episode of the podcast, uh, and he's going to come back better than ever. I really have a lot of faith in Eddie. He's going to do something great in boxing. I know that uh, sometimes our losses really make us better, and our losses uh, don't really dictate the end result, the, the, the light at the end of the tunnel. We, this is just a build-up to the journey. This is just a, this is a step. This is just another obstacle in his career, I believe. So I'm really, really hoping Eddie uh, comes back stronger than ever. I know he um, maybe he goes with his first opponent. They're one and one right now, so I'd love to see a tiebreaker on that. Uh, I think he wants, you know, he needs more rounds, in my opinion. Four rounds isn't enough to get the job done in amateur and pro boxing. It's really unfortunate that, uh, you know, but... He's, you know, he's just, he, this is just going to be his fourth pro fight. I understand that's the way it is, and we got to protect our fighters. That's the most important thing in boxing is protecting our fighters and protecting, um, you know, this, this is the lives they put at stake. This is what, uh, this is what they do. They know how the dangers and the, the, the risks they take when they step into the ring. So, again, you can really got to respect boxers, and you got to respect every man who steps in the ring. It's not an easy task to do. It's not something, uh, again, you don't play boxing. You don't um, just do this for fun. So, Eddie Money Sanchez, my guy, my friend, love you, bro. I know you're going to come back better than ever. I'm forever going to root for you. I'll forever put you on any podcast that I'm doing. I'll forever um, be your friend, bro. Not just your fan, your friend. So, 
Shout out to Eddie Money Sanchez. Um, one of our previous guests also fought in the same venue, same weekend. Pablo the Shark Rubio. He had a little bit more success than Eddie this weekend. Um, Pablo came out after almost a two-year hiatus, uh, coming off his fractured, um, I guess his hairline fracture on his hand. He came out with the first round TKO. Pablo the Shark Rubio is undefeated, y'all. Um, trying to get back in the swing of things, back to back to um, back to where he left off. And it's a beautiful thing, you know, he's a talented Latino boxer, Mexican boxer, really reps for um, his his heritage, he reps for his city, he reps for his family, he has a lot uh, a lot riding for him. Not to say Eddie Sanchez doesn't, um, these are two, two different fires, two different weight classes, um, Pablo Rubio has a little more experience, uh, signed with Golden Boy, and uh, it's going to be his first, you know, his first many bouts he's gonna you know come back on that comeback trail coming off two years um hiatus two years of no activity uh it's not an easy thing for any boxer to do it looks like he didn't have any ring rust so it's it's always a beautiful thing man as to see that story to see how far Pablo has come i know uh he's been really working his ass off to get back in the ring uh two again two years off he's so young um that could really derail someone who's not really mentally strong who's not a uh, who's not honest with themselves, who's not uh, mature about the situation. I feel like Pablo really took it as best as he can. I want to know what to do if I had two years of uh, what I would love to do taken away from me because, you know, I was I physically wasn't able to do it. So Pablo Shark Rubio got to win, got a knockout, and just want to give congratulations to Pablo Shark Rubio. want to give a big, big, um, big, 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 big love to uh, Eddie Sanchez and Pablo Shark Rubio. I love both those guys, man. They're going to be back on the podcast. Uh, speaking of knockouts, man, Tyson Fury, he's the heavyweight, one of the heaviest champions of the world. I hope you guys really follow his story, man. I think about two, three years ago, speaking of hiatus, this man was going through depression, drug abuse, uh, off, his biggest profession, off his biggest professional win. And the man's been on a rampage. He had a great belt uh, with Tyson, um, Deontay Wilder. He had a great bout this past week. Like his name was Chef. I forgot his name, y'all. Let me just look it up real fast. I believe it was against Shorts. It was on ESPN Plus, which is really interesting. I think um, his name was Tom Shorts. He knocked him out. I believe, let's see here. It was in the second round. It was really a dominating performance, and you love to see uh, the comeback stories, especially in boxing. You see what these guys go through mentally, physically, emotionally to get their bodies ready. Felt really good uh, to see Tyson Fury uh, make a box. You know, he just he, he gave that kid a boxing lesson, and I think him and Deontay Wilder are going to be going for that part two, maybe in 2020. We're really looking forward to that as boxing fans. Uh, it's really it's. I hope everybody really again. I hope you guys really see what he's offering to the game right now. You know, it's not about flash. Sometimes it's not about the money. I know we're so used to. These rap, these boxers, or the boxers that we know as household names, flashy money, um, acting like you know, making that that the image, they're creating that image that everything's perfect in their life and nothing can go wrong. But with Tyson, it's just you know, depression's real, drug abuse is real, and overcoming those obstacles is a beautiful thing, and it makes a great story, honestly. And Tyson Fury's continuing to put the heavyweight division uh, on notice. Him and Andy Ruiz have really put on for the heavyweight division the last month. And 
the heavyweight division is alive and well, y'all. So I hope you guys check that out. We're about, uh, let's see here, today's the 27th. We're about almost three weeks away from Pacquiao Thurman. So we really are excited for that fight. I, um, I'm i still going, I'm still on the fence, man. I don't, I feel like Pacquiao has a lot left, has something left. Thurman's hungry. Thurman's coming off a big fight off with Joselito Lopez. He got pushed to the limit. And I want to really see where he's at. I really want to see if he could push Manny. I want to see if, um, like I said, man, Thurman's no Adrian Broner. So it's going to be a really interesting match. I'm definitely going to pay my money for that. I hope you guys all, you know, we got to keep boxing um, at the forefront, y'all. We got to, you know, I know sometimes the money's hard, but... If we want to keep supporting good boxing, this is how we do. We buy these pay-per-views. We buy these. We get into these streaming services. We have eyes watching. That's the only way we're going to keep boxing um, in America, at least in the forefront of the box, the, the sporting world, y'all. Um, I think we all love fights that make the world stop for a second. That's the way I always uh, explain these big fights. So it's going to be real fun the next month for boxing. Well, it's going to be real fun also, man. Um, AD is a Laker now. Wow. Y'all, this has been, I know it's not breaking news anymore, but it's been crazy, man. The Lakers, we traded uh, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, three first-round picks, including the fourth in the, you know, the past week's draft. We traded, traded that all for Anthony Davis. And I know the first question is, uh, is Anthony Davis worth it? Is this going to be a repeat of the Dwight Howard situation? Is this going to be something that bites us in the ass? And uh, sets the franchise back. I honestly think uh, it's not. I think Anthony Davis is a once-in-a-generation athlete. He's been uh, improving every year. He's getting stronger. He's uh, his game. He's adding more um, elements to his game, offensively and defensively. He can be a factor on both sides of the court. And he's a difference maker. You know, you always want a difference maker, especially um, alongside LeBron James. You want a difference maker like Anthony Davis. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. He's going to be um, an all-star. When he's healthy, he's ready to go. I know he has some um, you know, lingering injuries, but it's um, I think it's really different from the Dwight Howard situation. Dwight Howard, uh, you know, uh, he had that bad back. And, you know, people forget our Lakers made it that in the playoffs that year. He didn't resign that year. But, uh, you know, his, and his career probably was not the same after that. But I don't see that happening again. I think uh, Palinka and um, the Bush fa the, the Bus family really got it on point. I think they, you know, we gave up probably, we gave up a lot. But sometimes in this game, you want to win, you got to bet big. And um, I'm all for it, y'all. I'm really excited to have that Anthony Davis in the Lake uniform. I think the Lakers uh, are going to be... You know, to maybe top six of the division. I'm gonna keep my I want to keep my expectations low because I know my ass said this year's Lakers are gonna be 55 and 27, and I was dead wrong. So Anthony Davis is a Laker, and it's gonna be fun, y'all. I think free agency starts on Sunday. Uh, there's been talk of uh, Kawhi Leonard. There's been talk of uh, D'Lo, D'Angelo Russell, uh, Tyson. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Patrick Beverly coming. Uh, bringing back Brooke Lopez, and I would love to have all those players. Honestly, um, even Jimmy Butler's been in the, in the conversation. Kyrie Irving, don't really know. Um, 
It's, we gotta see what the McDonald's for, y'all. Um, Durant opted out. Let's see what Clay Thompson will have with Clay Thompson. You know, I know they're both injured, but they're gonna probably get that max money. It's gonna be really interesting to see uh, what the Lakers do. Would I? I wouldn't mind Kemba Walker. I'm not mad. Honestly, I think we're in the win-win. No matter where Domino falls in our end, I think we're gonna get a great player. It could be Kyrie. Um, Walker or DeAndre Russell and if we could add a dog like Patrick Beverly and someone who could really spread the floor out um, and hit those three-point shots with Brook Lopez I'm, I'm all for it y'all um, with JJ maybe JJ Reddick comes in the fold we gotta think um, a little bit smarter y'all my, my guy LeBron's not gonna get any younger and uh, we gotta get something that you know what ball Ingram and Harden do we need scores we need someone who can really score that ball when it's needed when our top two guys are not having a great game we need someone who can get a bucket and um, yeah we gave up a lot and maybe you know and I and I wish all the luck in the world to Lonzo, Brandon and Josh but you know they didn't get it done, and I'm. I know they were probably uh, you know they were injured. They were um they had the personal issues, but we had about two three years to see what they could do, man. And they didn't get the job done. And man, with the Pelicans, y'all, this is really interesting. I don't remember a time where some a team like this could really uh they they're running the table right now. They got the number one pick, and you know, we all know who they picked with the number one pick with Zion, and they traded number four. And they, they flipped that number four pick for the 8th, 17th, and 35th. So they got three first-round picks from us. Um, and they flipped that to, for two more additional first-round picks, y'all. And that's what's crazy. You can't um, you can't really be mad at what Griffin over there is doing, y'all. Uh, they, they're going to add, uh, it looks like here, They're they're gonna have DeAndre Hunter. That's what, that's what they traded, and let's see. They got Jackson Hayes. Let me see who else they got here. Jackson Hayes. I apologize, y'all. I'm going on the fly with this one right here. Let's see. They got the age seventeenth, and the seventeenth they got uh, Nikhil Alexander Walker from Virginia Tech. Jackson Hayes with the eighth pick out of Texas, and the thirty fifth. Let me see exactly who the thirty fifth pick was. Um, they got a shooting guard out from Brazil, Marcos uh, Silva. So it looks like they added some um, some depth. They're gonna need some, um, you know. They're gonna need that. They have. Uh, I think Ingram is really gonna be a stud, y'all. I think Ingram's gonna really be someone that we need to watch out for. Pelicans are looking stacked right now, man. You can't not count them out. I'm not saying they're gonna be back in the playoffs in one year. But this is going to be something that they really, uh, they have Drew Little Okafor too. I believe he's going to opt in. I like Drew Little Okafor, y'all. So it's going to be really interesting, man. They got Drew Holiday on that squad. And Drew Holiday could score, y'all. I believe they're going to have a really, really interesting next few years. And, and they, man. They came up. I think it's a win-win for both teams. Uh, to see LeBron and AD and the Lakers uniforms will be really fun. It's going to be real fun basketball. I think uh, Lakers, I've been saying it. I know we say it all the time. But fuck, man. I think the Lakers are back, y'all. we said that several times before. I know uh, we maybe some people say we don't learn from the Steve Nash and Dwight Howard situation. But, hey, you know, that's in the past. And we're ready to go, y'all. It's going to be really interesting. And uh, I hope 
I want, you know how many people want to see DeAndre Russell back in the Lakers uniform? I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that at all. Bring back, um, shit. Man, imagine Beverly on the Lakers. I'm not mad at that at, at, at all, y'all. Just think we need some three-point specialists. Maybe some defense. If we can get some defensive players, um, I gotta really look at our roster right now. And I believe Pope, you know, I, Pope's got a bad rap, but if he's, I think he's under contract for a few more years. So let's, um, and see what we do. We kept Kuzma. That's something that people really um, tend to forget. We got Kuzma. We're going to have a solid lineup, y'all. We're going to have a solid team. Um, Frank Vogel is going to have a real interesting lineup. I think he's going to have a good time coaching. Him and Jason Kidd are going to really come together. And I believe they're going to make something happen. They're smart guys. They're veteran coaches. And whenever you have a veteran coach who knows what they're doing, and you have some, their team buy into the philosophy, it's going to be an interesting time, y'all. It's, it's a good time for basketball. And um, I'm excited, man. I'm excited for Lakers. I'm always excited for Laker ball. But now we're going to have um, two of the top five players on the on the squad. You know, nothing. It, it's really um, no complaints on this side. And I think we're going to win this trade, honestly. So mark my words. Uh, it's 12, it's 1.30 in the morning on uh, June 27th, 2019. Remember this podcast. I think we're going to win that trade. Um, speaking of ball and beautiful, you know, basketball is a beautiful game. I want to talk about the Summer League, man. Today was the last day of Summer League for our JV and Frostsoft teams. It was rough. You know, the last Frostsoft had really struggled the last two games. Um, you know, that really ha- that re- really showed that we don't have, you know, we don't have a lot of practice. We're not practicing right now. Our gym's getting redone. So gym time has been really minimal. I think we had two practices this summer. It's been really hard as a coach to um, really f- – help develop players when we don't have time in the gym um it's really hard to develop players when you don't know what they could do what the weaknesses are what their strengths are and we're just going off what we see on the court and um that's a full speed you know full speed full speed full speed and um i feel not i feel i feel anxious you know i really want to get these kids in there and i want to you know help them develop as players as young men and um, teach them the game of basketball, but I think with the frost off, with our frost off first, I think it's really to get them to uh, learn the game of basketball and love the game of basketball. Let's start with the foundation. Let's start with the you know from the ground up, and that's something I really need to remind myself this year. You know, I'm coaching. I'm helping. Uh, I coach the frost off team for the summertime, so I have to remember. You know, these kids are entering high school for the first time i want to be their first real coach their first coach in athletics and organized basketball at a at a um at a higher level so i really had to be patient i had to uh be accepting i had to be encouraging it was really uh something different i think you know the last three four years you know we've been in the gym we know what we had we know what we didn't have we know what to work on and this year this year has been really humbling for me it's really been um it's been showing me that these kids, you know, they've been playing off heart and will. So it's really fun, man. Um, my J- our JV team, shout out to my guy Droop. I'm, I'm, I'm his head assistant this year. We came in third place on this um, in this tournament. It was real fun. It was the NOR tournament. It was, you know, good, good teams out there. Um, these teams, again, have practice and practice and practice, and we're going in there with no practice at all and we have an idea what our kids could do we had some of these kids last year we had some people some freshmen come in who really know how to play with others so when you just have a when you just have a basketball iq um it's real you know it's real easy to adapt to another player's game and um 
I think they're a good squad, man. They're really good on, you know, I like bench energy. I like my guys standing up. I like my guys cheering. I like my guys uh, being involved in the game, whether they're on the bench or on the floor. So it's a real beautiful thing to see my guys grow the last month. It's really sad that, uh, you know, we probably won't get to see these kids playing until September, October. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of improvement, man. It's, it's beautiful to see, uh, especially when we're winning. Uh, I know these summer league games don't count, but I had the opportunity to coach some games myself and, just to see, uh, just to challenge myself, just to be as positive like, as I could be, and not be, um, not be timid, not t timid. Is that the way? It's? <laughs> Sorry, not not. I want to be assertive. I want to make sure that I'm not holding back when I talk to my guys. I want to make sure that uh, they understand where I'm coming from and how to improve the game on the fly um, while we're on the court. You know, um, making an extra pass, making sure that you know, keep right up to see the court. Um, we're talking on defense. We're being involved. We're being. We're not being bad teammates. We're not uh being hard on ourselves. That's the one thing with this, with these kids at this age. They're really hard on themselves. You know, they have one bad game. They think it's the end of the world. But I'm really um, reiterating and I'm stressing the fact that it was just summer league. We're not going to remember this game in two hours. So let's just keep growing from this. So it's really been really fun, man. It's been an experience that I really appreciate the opportunity to get. Again, man, I'm I'm a foothill guy, so anytime I can be on my alma mater, um, coaching, being a mentor to the, you know these kids, and being someone they could uh, you know talk to and you know have a have discover that love for the game and have fun doing that, it's really uh, it really means a lot to me, and I'm and I'm really I'm excited for this year, man. I know we uh, we're coming straight, we're coming off the state championship run, so we're a target. People are looking at us. People have high expectations of us, and uh, I promise you guys, we're we're gonna be competing every night, uh, all three levels. I know we're gonna compete every night. Uh, tomorrow is our last game at um at North High, and today I I DJ from North High for four hours, and it was nothing but love, man. A lot of people came out and showed love to me today. I really appreciate AJ putting me on. That's my guy, the head coach, AD at North High. Shout out to AJ. Um, it's been a real good time spending records for y'all. It was um, that was one of many gigs too, man. Um, I think the, on the fourteenth that was the last time I actually dropped something. Um, I had a gig at the car wash at this car wash called Express Car Wash Grand Opening, man. It was off the hook, y'all. It was a good good time. It was uh, made a lot of connects, a lot of contacts. Uh, the customers are really cool to me they really were they were messing with the music they really had fun um uh game free, and it was free car washes for everybody uh i had had a let me see had a wedding on the 15th let me just get this here for the val uh Valdita, valdivias that's what he wants but the valdivias uh that was a fun wedding man that was a you know i like these uh it was an east side wedding so we we're really out there playing whatever i wanted and they were really messy with me man it was so much fun uh you know whenever you get the crowd going on the dance floor and whether they're reacting to everything and you like to see faces once you just read that vibe and they're really messy with everything you're playing and they're dancing having fun a little faded so you know i think i can play anything and they're gonna get that you know get the dance on get the boogie on it was a real good time and i really appreciate everybody booking me i got an announcement we're gonna announce i'm gonna probably just announce it here now we're gonna do only um online bookings that's gonna be something i really want to dive into and i really want i'm investing in that it's gonna be online bookings from now on y'all so if you want to book there's gonna be um 
it's going to be online. It's going to be something easier for both of us. You know, if you really want, before you contact me, if you have a, you know, if you have an idea what you want, I'm going to have two sections. I think we're going to have weddings, game tables, and sweet 16s in one price range. And we're going to have birthday parties, anniversaries, company gatherings in another price range. Um, and we're going to have the simple layout, you know, the simple lights, uh, basic lights. I guess we'll call it the basic package. And we'll have the extravagant package, you know, the big lights get in the and the fog machines and um again MC services are available for all of that. Uh, we're gonna try to take it to the next level. Y'all wanna wanna keep uh, keep up with the times, you wanna always stay relevant, you always wanna you know keep not keep a foot ahead of the competition, but just try to keep up with the competition. There's a lot of good DJs out here, man. Not just in the Bakers, but in California, America, you know? You want to keep up with what the best is doing. And I want to be considered one of the best, you know? And I hope I prove that every time I have a gig, I don't want to leave anything. Um, I don't want to leave my customers, my clients, disappointed. I don't want to leave um, the people giving me their co-signs. I don't want them to, I want their word to be validated. I want their word to mean something. When they talk about music, man, so or you know, referring over me, referring me for a DJ, or as a DJ for a gig, and it really, um, it really means a lot, man, to get these gigs and really the word of mouth, y'all, is really something that I'm really proud of, you know. So it's a fun time, man. It's really a, it's a great time for the business. And again, if you guys need anything for music, make sure you book me. It's DJ EC three six six one. That's on IG. You know, look me up. There's my the bio, um, the links in the bio for the online booking. I'll do whatever I can to. Um, if you can't, you know, if there's a price range a little bit out of your budget, just contact me, man. I'm not, I'm not, um, not here just to. I'm not here to suck people dry for money. I want to have, um, I want to build a good clientele. I want to make sure you're satisfied. I hope I want to make sure your events affordable and memorable. That's something I really mean, man. I don't say it from the teeth out. I really mean from the heart out. And another thing I want to tell you guys, tune in to our sponsor for today's episode. This week's episode of the STS Podcast is brought to you by Santhanos Carpet. Santhanos Carpet brings over 30 years of experience. Is it time for you to remove that carpet in the living room, in the master bedroom, in the kids' room? Santhanos Carpet specializes in the carpet design. They also help out with flooring, linoleum, tile, wooden floors. And that's not it, y'all. How about your kitchen, your bathroom? Granite countertops is another specialty of Santhanos Carpet. There is no job too big, too small. Contact Santhanos Carpet today for your free estimate. License number 1110363. Again, over 30 years of experience. Contact Santhanos Carpet today. Again, y'all, make sure you contact Santana's Carpet for all your carpet needs. I really appreciate the sponsorship. If you guys know anybody who wants a sponsor episode, I promise you, y'all, it's going to be looked at by hundreds, possibly a thousand people. Um, something you can't really get nowadays. You know, I, I think back in the day, you used to have to pull out advertisement in the newspaper. And to be honest with y'all, and I think we all understand this, newspaper game is really uh, dwindling down. It's not what it used to be. Uh, I know we have social media, and a lot of us are not social media savvy. A lot of people don't have the, you know, the followers, the connections, the the eyes. And I promise y'all, man, I got the eyes um, on the product. I got the eyes on um, 
you know, we got a lot of things going on with, the, with, the, with just with EC3. We got a lot of things going on, and people are really interested. I think I back my, pro, I think I back my sponsors, and I believe anything I back. I know people really say, okay, he fucks with them, so they must be legit. They must be great at what they do, because I really take a lot of pride in making sure anybody I fuck with or anybody who messes with the sponsorship is something I believe in. Something. I would do at my house. I would let Centennial Carpet rip an artist carpet in my room right now and put install new carpet. I trust them. They're like family. They are family actually. So it's really um it's really important, man. I think it's again, it's really important that you keep pushing these local businesses. It's really important that you um you provide whatever platform you have to someone else because that's how I got my start. Someone gave me their platform, and that's why you're probably listening because you've heard from somebody else that they'll check out Ernie's podcast. It's actually pretty damn good. So, again, Santana's Carpet, shout out to them for sponsoring this episode. And you know what? This episode probably wouldn't have happened if my controller on my damn Serato wasn't working. And that's a, a funny story, man. At this uh, at the gig this weekend or that wedding I had at the the Val the Val the, 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 the Valdivia, sorry, the Valdivia's, man, my controller was busted, it was um, kind of staticky in the beginning, no one noticed in the beginning, but I sure did, uh, and I had to wig, you know, I had to rig it a little bit, to put the tape in the back to hold it down, I was like, what the hell's going on, I remember the father was speaking, I was thinking, man, I hope the father does not kill my mic, because if this mic is dead, that means the speakers are going to go out, I was so scared to get a short, uh, my, it was awful, y'all. I think I went five hours just praying and praying that my speakers don't go out. It was, uh, it was a hassle, man. I thought, I, I thought it was the ground and my electricity, I thought electricity was messed up in my, um, in my extension cord. I got some new extension cords. That wasn't it. I bought a new USB for the controller. That wasn't it. And, uh, finally I took it to my cousin, man, because I lost my fucking receipt to my controller. So I was like, you know, I gotta go to my cousin's and, uh, see what he, what he thinks about it, because I showed him the video. It was making the ugliest staticky noise I ever heard before. It was horrible, man. It was really, um, it was discouraging, to be honest with you, man. It was really scary. And if you guys know me, man, I'm DJing. That's all I do to eat. So if my controller is not working, how am I supposed to eat? That's my first thought. So my cousin Richard, man, he's a fucking genius. Uh, we took that damn controller apart. He took that damn controller apart. And uh, we figured out what the problem was. And he got some uh, sod, uh, you know, that little hot gun. And he put that sod on it, kind of drilled it back down together. The master output was a little loose. Uh, the bracket that, was, that holds it down... Um, it was a little loose, man. So I guess every time um, it came up, the sound went away. So when that sound's not, you know, when they're not pressing, I guess they're not connecting. That shit sounds like shit. It was static as hell. I learned my lesson, though, man. I, got, I really learned that um, I got to treat my equipment with more respect. I think I take um, for granted. I'm always in a hurry. Uh, if you guys know me, you guys know how I am. I'm always in a fucking hurry, man. So... Really take start. To, I gotta stop taking that for granted. I gotta take my time. Gotta handle with care my equipment. Cause I know now that it's lost my fucking receipt, probably won't get back to your warranty. And I don't feel like fighting with Guitar Center regarding that. So, my man, it was scary though, man. Just just think that if anything moved on that wire, the sound for the wedding, and they pay me some good money to do this wedding, the, what the sound would have been off. 
and it, I would have been exposed, and it would have been horrible. The serious faces would have been fucking horrible. So I'm so glad and grateful that my cousin helped me out, man. He's a genius. I would have never thought about opening my damn controller and see what's going on with that. I would have never seen it, honestly. Uh, he really uh, took care of me, man, and and that's you know that's family. That's what I'm not surprised you. That's what family. Our family's really known for helping each other out during during our times of need, and that was something I really needed. I needed to get my shit together. Uh, speaking of getting my shit together. Don't know about y'all, man. This is something I wanted to talk about. I've stopped so many bad habits in my life, man. And I can't stop drinking fucking soda. It's been a... It's only day three, man. I'm not gonna lie. I had a few sips. Uh, especially to get me drink. I need some caffeine to get me through the day sometimes, man. I don't know about y'all. But I would love to hear y'all opinions about how y'all quit drinking soda. Um, I gained a little bit of weight. I'm not... You know, I'm not the heaviest I've ever been, but I'm not the smallest I've ever been either, you know. My gut's getting a little bit bigger, and um, I'm feeling a little sluggish a little bit, man. I feel like it's the soda a little bit. The soda, and I can drink about two, three, four cans if you let me at a time. I've, I'm a notorious soda drinker, y'all. I'm Dr. Pepper lover. I'm, uh, I love my water, too. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I don't drink water, but damn, this soda is so hard to kick, man. Uh, I think if... And I'm not, I'm not, I don't know, I'm not a scientist, I'm not anything, I'm not a professional. But it feels like when I drink this soda, man, when I'm eating, it makes me feel like I'm not full. And I'm still fucking thirsty. And I'll kill a, I'll kill a couple sodies. And you guys know me, I say sody. I love my sody, man. So I'm really trying to um, stop drinking this soda. And I think if I will it and I say it out in the uh, in the public, I think as, you know, I hold myself more accountable. I don't know why we do that as humans. As humans, if more people know about our goals, we want to accomplish them more. So it's um, a goal of mine. I'm, start, I'm trying to stop drinking soda, man. I'm stop trying to uh, abuse my body. And I know I'm getting a little bit older. I'm not going to always bounce back. So if you guys have any any advice on how to stop drinking soda or what you guys did as an alternative or how you guys did you guys, did you guys wean off it a little bit or um you guys just stop cold turkey help me out y'all because i'm in a bind right now i want to fuck a soda right now so it's been um it's been eventful you know it's kind of um last couple days i've been having headaches i've been feeling a little bit tired and that's just my body i think saying hey motherfucker i want some sugar and caffeine so it's been really really uh, it's been a fucking challenge for me man i'm not gonna lie it's been really hard for me to stop drinking soda and um it's really something i want to do if i didn't want to do it i want to do it of course so it's something that really want to stay committed with stay consistent with it and try to build on it you know i know it's not gonna happen today but the days will build the days are gonna really uh they're gonna come and they're gonna if you can stop drink if I can stop drinking the soda and just keep the days coming and not really think about it, that'd be great. But damn it's been so hard for me, man. Um shit. I'm thinking about soda right now, man. That sugar really uh fucks with me. And um you know, I'm thinking about I lift, you know, so I see a lot of people in bad health, man. And I've really been thinking about my health a lot, y'all. So I guess that's something we can end this on, man, is just really uh, thinking about my health and, you know, what Latinos, you know, diabetes, high blood pressure, um, things like that. You know, we don't really, uh, we don't know when. It might happen tomorrow. I might get diagnosed with that, y'all. But if I want, I want to prevent that shit. It's low-key scary, man. You see these old people, not these older people who are older than me, and they're struggling with their health, and they don't have help at home. 
and you know these doctors really don't give a fuck about them and they don't do their own HMO insurances and it sucks man it's like damn and they always tell me you know you're young make the change now make the change now while you can don't be like me before it's too late and I see people with kidney problems and my you know my grandma actually has some kidney stones and you know maybe that's a result from drinking soda maybe that's a result from us you know anything stress or high blood pressure it's something that we really we take regret for granted, especially when we're young. Y'all know for, when we're young, we think we can overcome anything and nothing's going to ever happen to us. But it, it, it's getting to that point we got to start thinking about the future and work our house, man. Um, I don't have any kids, but fuck, I want to have my, I want to see my nephew and my, my nephews and my niece grow up, my goddaughters grow up, my goddaughter and my godsons grow up. Something really important to me, man. I want to be able to, when I have kids, I want to be able to be that old dad, 90, 95 shit. I know people don't want to live that long sometimes, but hey, if I can, I want to. And if it's stop drinking soda, something I have to do, shit, it's not a really a big sacrifice if you see what the hell the reward is at the end. So, and that this, I just hope we all take care of ourselves, man. Don't think that, uh, you know, we're young, we're, we're invincible, and it can't happen to us. Y'all, it could happen to us, and uh, it might happen to us sooner than you think, you know? It's been a... It's real scary to think about it, man. I really, uh... I see my dad, my grandma, that, you know, diabetes really... And my great-grandma had it. Diabetes has ran rampant in my family, and I think I want to... I hope I break the chain, man, and I think just stop drinking sodas and stop eating fast food. I need to start being more harder on myself. I think I make time for everything else. I need to make time for my health. I need to make time to make sure that I'm right. Because if I'm not right, none of this is going to happen. DJing, podcasting, lifting, school. Uh, it's not going to happen, y'all. Um, so I really want to make it happen. I really want to put my best foot forward. And, and I hope I'm, like, this is my therapy. I always say this podcast is like therapy for me. So I hope you guys really um, think about it too, man. I think we all need to get out there. I think we all need to get right. Um, and I can't blame excuses. You know, I have. It's on summer school. I'm taking two classes right now. It's, you know, it's a pain in the ass, man. It's a, it's a real pain in the ass. And I think I stress eat a lot. I think I stress drink soda. I think that in the back of my mind, oh, it's going to make me feel better if I have a soda. Oh, I'm going to be up. I want to keep a soda and make me up, wake me up. You know, in the morning, I'm popping soda. And that night, I'm popping soda. Like, fucking, like, fuck. Like, this shit's going to keep me alive. You know what I mean? Um, so, it's something I really want to, you know, I need to start taking it a little bit more seriously just because of my family history. And um, I hope we all do that. I hope we all, um, let's try and make a new way. I'm not going to sit here and say, Stop fucking eating burgers. I'm not gonna fucking sit here and say go fucking vegan or vegan-based diet or don't fucking kill the animals. Don't fucking kill the fucking cow. I'm not gonna say all that. You guys do what you want. You guys believe in what you believe in. Um, you know what, man? You know what really fucked me up this week? I don't know if y'all seen the video, man, but uh. Y'all see that little baby in the plastic bag and these cops found this little baby, man, just born. And this baby got dumped, y'all, and that, man, I can't believe people really do that shit. I know we hear about it all the time, and it makes you feel really, uh, you feel a lot of empathy, man. It feels like, fuck, what would I do, you know? That could have been um, my niece, my nephew, some of you know, one you know, my friend's kids, you know, and you never know, someone could have did that to them, and someone could have hurt them, and 
fuck y'all. I don't um I don't let social media really affect me like that. But seeing that baby in that bag, man, it's wrong, man. That was like spin the face of the human race that we do shit like that. It's 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 a sh- it's shameful, man. It's really like a grown ass human being, a, a, an adult, did that. That evilness, that wickedness, you know, that was. It can't. It's it's that's an understatement. And you guys know how I am with the youth and um, the kids and just taking, you know, I have nieces and nephews and my niece is only a year old, you know. She's just a baby and fuck. I want to know what to do. Someone did that to her, man. Um, you know, I try, I try not to let social media fuck my mind like that, but it was really hard to see that, man. You fucking, your heart hurts, your your soul hurts, and to see that, you know, that baby in that fucking bag tied up just in the middle of a fucking park, it's fucked up, y'all. And you know, uh, I know we talk about how my health and your health. Fuck, man, let's be. And, you know, health doesn't have to just be what you digest and, you know, what you intake with your soda and what you, you know, drink and eat. It's what you, it's what you live, it's what you love, it's, it's, it's about being a better human being too, that's your health. You know, it's mental, physical, spiritual, emotionally, we've got to be better, y'all. No, we're not all some people, no, and I know we're, none of us are people who fucking, you know, throw babies in a fucking bag and leave them there. But God, it's it's the human race, man. It's that bottom of the barrels. We gotta, we gotta, we honestly have to bring people back up, man. We gotta, we gotta be better, y'all. We gotta love stronger. We gotta, we gotta be stronger. We gotta be united. We gotta be together, y'all. We gotta keep practicing love, and we gotta keep practicing um, acceptance and just fucking being better people, y'all, because. Fuck, these motherfuckers exist. These evil motherfuckers exist. And I think that, you know, we just gotta keep those who are love, you know, those who are about love and who really preach that love and, you know, and show that love and are about extending the helping hand. We gotta keep ourselves together. We gotta be a strong. We can't let these motherfuckers throw us off track. We can't let these people who fucking, you know, who spread this wickedness invade our fucking invade our hearts, invade our mind. I almost let those motherfuckers, man, they fucking almost maybe give up on society and shit. And it's, it just makes us, we just gotta keep coming back stronger, y'all. We gotta show that, you know, love conquers hate, man. It fucked me up, man. It fucked me up. Um, I hope whatever happens to that kid doesn't happen to anybody else. And I hope that y'all, man, anybody who has a kid doesn't fucking, like, come on, take them to the fire department, y'all. Don't ask me, we won't ask any questions. Do that. Come on, man. Don't do what that baby went through. God damn. That should never happen, man. On anybody's watch. Give a fuck what you're on, what you got going on in your life. Damn, y'all. Let's get it together, you know? Like, fuck. That should piss me off, man. Just, just because I have these nephews and god kids. Like, what the fuck is going on when we're hurting these kids like that, man? It gets me, it gets me really pissed. I really get amped up and... You know, I got shit. I got really emotional. I was sick to my stomach when I seen that shit, man. I was, I was telling my grandparents that I didn't, I couldn't even show them the video. I refused to show them the video because I didn't want to spread that shit, spread this wicked shit that we got going on. And again, y'all, I'm not a religious man. I'm not anything like that. But God, that ain't the, that ain't the way. That ain't the fucking way, man. That shit made me sick to my stomach. Just be better, y'all. And I'm sorry for ranting, man. Um, just be better, y'all. 
I hope you all get something from this. This is STS Podcast, episode 13. Ernie C. L. Thing in my path, first a shine like sterling, then you